Hello and welcome to another episode of CU7500. This is like the fourth time we've done this introduction, so that's why you might hear some laughing in the background. It's partly because it's about 140 degrees in the studio, <laughs> and I think we're all a little crazy. But anyway, we're glad you're here. We're glad to be here. We're recording at a different time, and Jamie almost didn't make it because she was caught in rush hour traffic. But then showed up, you know, 10 minutes early. Yeah, you know, I, I work mostly remotely. So, um, you know, I, I tell you, uh, this, this is the way the future is going to go. Well, I, they've been saying that for like 30 years. I, I never sit in rush hour traffic. And I did this morning and I was pulling my hair out. And I'm like, Greg, I'm going to be late. But uh, yeah, as he mentioned, I did sneak in a little bit uh, early. So, But that's that just good. shows how conscientious you are. Well, I don't like to be late. My time isn't more valuable than yours. <laughs> I like, <laughs> you, there was only a hint of sarcasm. <laughs> No, no. Happy to be here today. And, uh, you know, it's funny because is, summer's officially over now. Not officially. I oh, hate when not, people say oh, that. Oh, I always... Okay. Oh, it makes me so mad. Obviously. Ooh, he's getting really mad here. Tell, tell, explain. When is it? It ends on September 21st. Oh, excuse moi. Well, you know, it, I really was going to say, I guess now, I don't know, it's hotter now then it's been all summer long. It's yeah. going to be like over 100 degrees today, I think. And it's humid. Sticky. Yeah, very much so. So, But anyway, gosh, our semester is in full swing. <laughs> um, we're doing our thing. We've got some, we're going to record some video soon, which is kind of a logistical nightmare that I'm going through. But whatever. Um, we did get some good coverage in the LA Times, the Burbank Leader. Why don't you talk about that? Well, no, I'm excited because uh, we are starting a new computer science program. Next data analytics. Oh, yeah. Well, it's oh, computer it, science it's, in data analytics. Okay. So it's starting uh, fall 2020. So uh, we had a nice piece in, in the paper about that um, program. And I'll do my marketing spiel here. We, we would love for you to come check it out. Um, do we have a, a chair yet for that? Is it going to be Marty? Tipping? It is Marty. It is Marty. Okay. Yeah. So we're trying to, uh, we, we are keeping up with the demand of, you know, future jobs and STEM is huge. So we're moving more in that direction. We obviously have a lot of uh, creative programs here at Woodbury and uh, we need to also, uh, also expand on our STEM, our STEM offerings. So that's part of the computer science program. So we're and by the way, that. in case we never mentioned this, all of our architecture programs are now classified as STEM. All so, right. Yeah. Did not know that. Well, that's a good segue into our... Somebody bribed somebody. Oh. Just kidding. I... Yeah, you don't know the, the, what's going on behind the scenes, do you, Greg? No. No, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I actually don't know. But I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. As I was saying before he interrupted me, as he always does, <laughs> Greg. Oh, uh, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have with us today a guest who we will introduce after um, the break from our architecture program. And we're very excited to hear his story. So uh, in, in about a minute, we'll, we'll get back to our wonderful guest. In the meantime, though, if you do want to contact us, uh, and just as a side note, 
<laughs> Remember the last episode? You're like, if you oh. if you send me an email, I'll give you something. <laughs> no emails. I actually had to cut that out. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was too long, so I had to cut it out. So if you want to do oh, it again. Oh, okay. No wonder I didn't get any yeah, emails. You would have been flooded. <laughs> so not. anyway, if you want to contact us, my email address is greg, G-R-E-G dot H-O-U-L-E at Woodbury dot E-D-U or J Jamie J-A-M. J A M I E. Can't get that wrong. Forget it. Just email Greg. <laughs> dot brown at woodbury.edu. Or you can follow us on Instagram. Send us a message. Many people do. Ooh, um, I like that. At woodbury underscore university or on Twitter at woodburyu or Facebook woodburyu. Reach out to us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. I know we're annoying. So, you know, just tell us. Exactly. Hey, um, you can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, review us, share us, do all kinds of things because we want our sh- our show is growing. We get more and more listeners from all over the world That's so every cool. week. So share us, tell us what you think, and we'll be right back after a short break. short break this is studio 7500 with jamie and greg and with us today we have a very special guest his name is khan muhammad he is a student in our school of architecture he's a third year student planning to graduate 2022 that's that's what's in my notes here is that correct khan 2022, but with IPAL, I might be 2023. Okay, well, we'll get all into that in a minute, but let's just start out by, um, well, welcome to our show. We're so happy to have you here. The pleasure's all mine. Yeah, well, great. So tell us about yourself. I mean, just kind of starting, we just kind of want to hear your story, where you're from, your background, and how what led you to Woodbury eventually. Right, so I'm a proud Angelino, or it took me a while to be a proud Angelino. Okay. <laughs> um, I grew up in South Central uh, LA, like right by USC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of five children, mm. second oldest, but I'm the tallest, so. <laughs> <laughs> you take pride in that. I take pride in that. Um, I have three sisters, one older, one younger, and then a baby sister, Aww. and then a younger brother, okay. so it's Boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Baby sister. I love how you say baby sister, but you don't say baby brother. Nah. <laughs> is the is the sister the youngest? Yeah. Okay, so she's the baby, even though she's what? Like, how old is she? She's like um four. Oh, she is a baby yeah, she baby. Is a baby. She, oh, baby. wow. Okay. And so of course she's my favorite. Aww, how sweet. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um. Yeah. And so I've went to school in Pasadena for like uh, public school from like kindergarten to seventh grade. Where did you go? Uh, I went to Allendale for elementary school mm-hmm. and I went to McKinley 
uh, for middle school. Yeah, I know those schools. I'm from Pasadena area, and I live in Pasadena. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, My fantastic. mom, she was uh, a rose princess. <gasps> oh, really? <laughs> and so there's roots for our family. What year? Oh, my God, don't ask me that. Okay, okay, yeah. No, but she's obviously a lot younger than I am. Yeah, that was, well, I, I barely made it. I didn't even make it past the first round. Can oh, you believe wait it? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you were in the, the running for yeah, it? Well, oh, well we yeah. We, like really? A, we have well, to do a yeah, special well, show on that. Well, I was born and raised in the area. So, of course, being... Mm-hmm. A rose princess or queen. <laughs> what, I mean, I have several. Not. I mean, I have a handful of friends who were also princesses and yeah. queen, couple queens. So yeah, that was a big, big, huge deal for people in my community. And yeah, yeah we like that. Like there were like a thousand of us who wow. tried out. It was yeah. It was quite yeah, my, the scene. My mom always blushes when I bring that up. <laughs> I love like, Why that. Why are you telling people that? And it's like, what because an, it's um, awesome. It's such an amazing experience. Yeah. I mean, just what the girls get to go through and um, just what they learn and just presentation and all that. So that's fantastic. So uh, that's, what's your mom's name? <laughs> uh, Lisa. Lisa Mohammed. Two S's, yes. Okay. But no, was her, what was her maiden name? Uh, Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Don't know her, but that's great. Okay. She, yeah. And Fun. so, yeah, that's why we were in Pasadena. Okay. Um, and then life took a surprising turn in the eighth grade. I was expecting to go to Six Flags on my like uh, the end of the year pro- uh, end of the year field trip with mm-hmm. all my friends. Mm-hmm. But my parents decided to put me into homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> me and my other four siblings. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, can you talk about why why that was? I, I think it was in part. Because of the direction, like, the public school was going. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. our school um, wasn't, I don't know how to say this. You know, like, the typical, like, uh, understanding of, like, how public school is not performing the way, like, it it would like to be. Like, Mm -hmm. how it it would like to perform. Sure. And eighth grade was a prime time for, Mm. like, that's when students, in my opinion, are, like, starting to learn about themselves. There are about to jump straight into high school and that's like the prime time for like uh younger younger people to like cultivate into right adults and all brain processes are uh developing and whatnot Mm -hmm. and so i think it was a strategic plan uh from my parents to bring us into homeschooling uh to which we'll start to stay on a on a straight path Mm -hmm. and stay focused in our academics rather than like falling through the trap of let me go through school but also let me worry about being liked being uh pulled in all these other directions right Mm -hmm. because then if you're being pulled in all all these directions you're not moving towards like your goal like the to graduate high school right right and not that many people are fortunate enough to still graduate high school so wait, let me back up a second. So is McKinley the school that's on off of Del Mar? I believe so. Del Mar yes. and yeah. right by off of Lake Avenue, like yes. right around there. Okay, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to make sure. And that goes through eighth grade. It yeah, it's K through eighth. Uh, okay. I tran I think I transferred in like second grade. Okay, yeah. and then so you would have gone to what high school? Probably. Um, I wanted, I was voting for South Pass High. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was a good, which is a great high school, but you have to live there in the the city. So, well, I mean, I, that's so admirable. I mean, that your, your mom and dad wanted to take on that Mm -hmm. responsibility and 
burden. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I didn't like support it at all when I first started. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was going to ask like how you Oh no. how like, you felt about that, it cuz you couldn't have felt great about it. That first year I kicked back a lot because like typically when I say like homeschooling, it's not like traditional sense where your parents are like walking you through like every single one of your classes mm. because of like the technology that we're at now. Uh technology, I mean, yeah, because where we're at now this schooling experience for me was just online, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'd roll out of bed or stay in bed and just mm-hmm. work on my... That's actually uh, not bad. Yeah, work on my... <laughs> after uh, a while, you're like, hey, actually, well, that's not bad. At a young age, you learned how to work remotely. <laughs> work remotely, quotation marks, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. There was a crap ton of like... Uh, um, like being, home, being homeschooled in this environment, it's not like absent of distractions, right? Because right. you're literally right there on the computer like i could yeah. nothing was stopping me from like watching netflix while taking math tests. right <laughs> um, right and so that's sometimes what i did <laughs> right and you know what you survived i survived and i think that year i was like pretty like oh i wanted to be with friends i wanted to be with that that right because i was staying home all the time but in the end i was like maybe i'll let this slide because i got like all a's yeah <laughs> and i was like yeah. hmm let me reevaluate my my uh, notions of this, and then ninth grade is when I actually like accepted it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is great! Like anywhere I had Wi-Fi, I could literally do schoolwork, right?" And so I didn't have to stay home; I could literally go anywhere. So I went with my mom to her office, hopped on the Wi-Fi, did school there. I went to a Starbucks, did school there. Mm. I went to the library, did school there. Yeah, right. And so it's change in venue. Um, and I really started to embrace that because, like, when in high school, uh, it's more independent in this program. I'm in this uh, online schooling. Uh, it's up to me to uh, make my own schedule and make sure that I log into my classes because I do check attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was getting bored at home and I wanted to get out. I didn't want socializing to become like a foreign concept to me because sometimes you think like oh you're homeschooled you can't talk to people right Mm -hmm. um and so i looked at other high schools that were still in pasadena uh we were still in south we were jumping around a lot but Mm -hmm. at that time i think we were in south central and i wanted to like oh let's move around i want to still like travel because i like traveling Mm -hmm. um and so i went to a after school program in at Marshall in Pasadena, mm-hmm. uh, called ACE, mm-hmm. it's Architecture, Construction, Engineering. Which yeah, we're gonna get into in a minute. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and basically just all that to summarize, like I was hopping into all these extracurricular programs that got me outside of the classroom, classroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> because uh, because I was wanted to tackle boredom. And I was just purely interested because I was only comparing myself to yesterday con, right? Like, yes, yesterday I got, like, this uh, math test that I wasn't too happy with. I want to make sure that I'm better or, or, or that I, like, have a better math, t- a better math score. And so it was constantly, like, what do I want to do uh, as opposed to, like, what I have done. And so seeing that allowed me to just jump around like oh i'm interested in that let me go there i'm interested in that let me go there it was very Mm self-motivated right before we uh jump off the homeschooling thing one thing hearing you talk it makes it sound like 
that really was good preparation for college, right? Because you're not the problem that a lot of people have in college is they're used to this very structured environment, people telling them what to do all the time. And then you get to college and it's like, you got to, you got to figure it out on your own a lot of times. So mm-hmm. did, do you find that that homeschooling was a good preparation for that? In hindsight. Yeah. Like at the time I was not cognizant of what I was actually cultivating. Like I was just doing it because I was enjoying it. Right. right. And so I'm like, Oh, I want to be an architect. Like this was in the ninth grade. And so I started taking like architecture, uh, programs i scored my own first internship in like in the 10th grade and all this stuff like like oh because i'm interested in it and then when i get to college then i realize like whoa it's like (laughs) yeah everyone else is struggling and you're like i got this it's like okay um it's like i've been doing this for a while i was like this is not as hard as like I'd expect it to right. be, right? Like Right, right. So it's homeschooling, you may not know this. Is it it's seems like it's gaining popularity? Um maybe. I, I mean think with so. the cost of high school, private high, I mean it's yeah, insane. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, so I'm thinking I mean, how does it work now? Um I mean, see my back in the day, if anyone was hold homeschooled, I guess younger children need their parents walking them through. Mhm the process but how does it work i mean okay let's say someone wants to homeschool their kid is it like they're they just have to find a program that how does it work so my the high school i went to or the online school i went to was kava california virtual academies Uh it's technically considered a charter school i believe Uh a public charter school but you just do all your classes online similar to like uh online classes for college right 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 um they're accredited um i think the only physical class i had to go to was like a physics class that's just to account for the lab experience Mm -hmm. um and then they help you with like uh the sats and all the state testings that you have to do they uh fact or they make that happen like they set up testing centers like at a community spot like Mm. a church or whatnot and then all the students from kava in that area then come I to see. that area and then sign it off. So how, that. not that this would ever be a problem with you, but how do they make sure people aren't like cheating on tests and um, if they're taking it well, from your bedroom with Netflix on? <laughs> well, that's, I think, up to the person. Like, um, Because the tests that they do, Proctor, I remember they have like software where you can't like copy the texts text mm-hmm. out right yeah right and so it's not a simple copy paste Mm-mm. throw it into google and then that's it right mm-hmm. and then it i don't think you could cheat so much in math like i'm using math as an example because you printed out your work you hand wrote it and then you sent it mm-hmm. back in right and so you have to show your work the professors there i think not fr- the teachers there right um they're taught to look at plagiarism right and uh understand whether or not the student's being academically uh what's the word i'm trying like uh yeah having integrity having integrity right right um and so i think it's just policy yeah this is just all like what i'm assuming right no do. my whole thing is you're only cheating yourself if you're cheating you're cheating yourself and then in, it, in it, the end. it shows in the test that you yeah. then take at the end right 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 and, and right. then you have to redo it and then like right. at that point what you're wasting your time right 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 
So let's talk about architecture for a minute, um, or not just a minute, for the rest of the show. Uh, so it, I, I understand that you found your passion in architecture at a very young age. Uh, tell us about how that came about. So I always wanted to be a engineer of some sort, uh, like a robotics engineer. I, I liked to be like Iron Man or something. <laughs> and, uh, um, and whenever my dad would say, like, oh, you're going to be an architect, like, I could see it. It's like, hmm, nah, I don't want to be an architect. <laughs> and then I got into ACE, which actually Tell helped What's me. ACE? ACE is the Architecture Construction Engineering okay. uh, Mentoring Program. It's uh -huh. for high school students. Um, at the time when I applied in, it was only for 10th and 12th graders, but I was a freshman. Um, and I went in, uh, and I was still iffy, like, oh, I want to be an engineer. Oh there's architecture too I like architecture as well right and so I was half and half I was actually considering like what if I go to like architecture engineering school but uh that program helped me realize like that my the skills that I have are better suited towards architecture mm -hmm. um I could still do engineering like I love computer science math physics trig all of that like mm -hmm. I'm a very technical mm -hmm. person and I think I could still do engineering but learning about architecture my preference and what i've been told by like my mentors is that all architects are engineers but not all engineers are architects mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and so i believe i could have both by being an architect right um and so going to school i'm always challenging myself of how to incorporate things uh pragmatic what's it called um I'm trying to incorporate like my technical interest into architecture because there's a lot of like creativity stuff too, but I love the combination of art and STEM, which is why I think like making architecture part of STEM is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and like, for instance, I'm taking a structures class right now and I'm having a blast mm. <laughs> because it's just learning how to do the math for like a uh, the actual skeleton of the building. Mm -hmm. And I think that's in part due to my, uh, the first people who introduced me to architecture through the ACE program were structural engineers, mm, right? Mm -hmm. And so that background kind of is showing up now in my structures classes, and I'm just having a blast. Wow, that's yeah. great. So you did this ACE program, you sort of got sold on architecture at that point, right? Yes. And then, so then you start looking at colleges. I did. Um, Woodbury was one of the, colleges that offered the IPAL program um, because again like my mentors they were giving me advice like if you go into architecture school you get your bachelor's but then you have to get licensed to call yourself an architect right and I've already devoted this much time into architecture I'd be robbing myself an opportunity if I can't in the end call myself an architect right mm, makes sense and so Woodbury offered that and that was very like seductive of like oh choose Woodbury I'll get you licensed faster <laughs> So can you break down the IPAL program a little bit just for people who don't know? So the IPAL program stands for, or IPAL stands for the Integrated Path to Architectural Licensure. Um, and it helps students uh, get AXP hours, which are the hours needed to pass your uh, uh, exams. I believe there's six, um, six exams. Um, and those hours, there's like different sections like project managing, design, uh, construction, uh, and whatnot. 
or just the different facets of architecture. And so these internships that the school helps you or helps uh, circulate your resumes through uh, are supposed to help that with like each summer, right? And so the school is in partnership with you and other firms to see if they could get you into an office every single semester, right? And then by the time you're in the fourth year, um, they'll the year after that would be the fifth year, but then they swap it to a gap year. And then that hopefully allows you to then take a year of work and then accumulate all your hours there. And then by the time you go back to school in the sixth year, which would be your fifth year in architecture school, Mm -hmm. um, you'd have all the AXP hours and hopefully all the knowledge that you need to then take your licensing exams right after graduation, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And typically like, practicing for your uh, your licensing exams take like 40 plus years wh- like while you're practicing i've heard instances where it's taken that long right 40 years 40 years just because you're practicing with all this like struck i mean with all this uh you're practicing architecture in itself like as a business but then you also have to study as well mm-hmm. right to make sure that you don't i mean to make sure that you do pass these exams right, right. um and just having those two things, like trying to juggle them, they're both huge things that you need to uh, devote a lot of time into, is is a challenge, right? And so school is like the prime time to do it because you're already in that study mode. Right. And so studying for an exam is just like studying for an exam in a class. And so you're already in that mindset to... Uh, retain all the information, right? And so at that point, you get that done, it's consolidated, and then it won't take you as long to do it in the practicing field. And for those of you who don't know architecture, the undergraduate program, the Bachelor of Architecture program is a five-year program. So some people may not know that. Uh, So IPAL helps also, you get through the program, but you also, it helps um, speed up the licensure process it, too, it, so. it's a long i mean it's uh investment while you're young <laughs> yeah. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's, it's worth it in the end yeah so oh sorry no uh, no go ahead no I well, was gonna, I'm, go I, ahead i'm Let's just go. saying the um so ipal was a big reason why you looked at woodbury yes. what, what other schools were you looking at i was curious. looking at usc um cal poly slow uh UIC in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, Cornell, uh, and SciArc. And they all have I- IPAL programs? No, only USC, USC and Woodbury have uh, IPAL programs in uh, on the West Coast. Right. That's, yeah. that's amazing. I'm surprised the others yeah. don't. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think like we're part of a pilot program yeah it's, it's amazing so you you mentioned mentors <coughs> who are your mentors that would that are on the campus on campus i'd say lewis maloney or melina uh is one who quickly became a mentor of mine he was my studio professor last uh year uh, <laughs> mm. and he was pretty funny and knows a lot and i sat down on one of when he was reviewing like a fifth year's uh, work and then what I thought he knew a lot back then, but when he was talking, it was just like a fountain, like just all mm-hmm. like, I was like, whoa, like I didn't even know that. And he's talking all like sophisticatedly. I was like, wow. 
<laughs> You're like, I want to be you when I, I grow up. I want to be like that, right? Does he also, is he a practicing architect as well? Yes, he Okay. Is. Most of the professors are. I think it's a good balance to teach and practice. Yeah. That's what I I foresee doing, possibly. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, I just want to close the loop on that. So you, you, what ultimately, did you apply to these other schools and decide on Woodbury? What, like, I, what was your thought process there? I applied uh, and got into a lot of them, but financial uh, mm-hmm. stability. Um, I'm one of five. That's <laughs> a lot of kids. Um, right. My older sister, she's already going through school. And so a big decision in my uh, how I chose Woodbury was how much it cost on the family because like parents they're going to be taking out the bulk of like most of what you have to pay for right Mm -hmm. and if being homeschooled hasn't taught me anything is like how to value family just because you're surrounded by it a lot and so I I didn't want to I didn't want to overburden them Mm -hmm. and I thought Woodbury would be a good chance because it it's not the cheapest school but it's close enough because my baby sister another reason why I chose to stay in California she was I think two at the time or or she was really young and I didn't want to be the older brother that's like not in her life Mm. and so I wanted to stay uh, okay I'm like I'm a mother of oh my gosh if my son would say those words oh my gosh oh you're that's like touching my heart you are a good young man (laughs) okay that's great Um, that's awesome um, okay, so you decided to say, did you, d- d- let's talk about, um, bi- did you get scholarships or? I did. Oh, yes. okay, so that helped out. That helped too. A lot, yes. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so, I'm sorry, I'm like taking over this interview here. <laughs> uh, so, and so do you have any other mentors you want to mention or uh, you don't have to? Kent Kowayan was my mentor in ACE. Uh, he was a structural uh, engineer and he was pretty cool. Um, and then I have uh, a mentor of mine who I found in my first internship in the 10th grade. Mm-hmm. He was a project manager, or he is a project, architectural project manager for the city of Los Angeles, Mohaji mm. um, Abdullah, mm-hmm. uh, the city's finest. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, and so he's pretty cool. Um, just imagine like Barack Obama, but an architect. Mm, how cool <laughs> is that? Let's talk about your internships. So... That was, I think, my, f- so the very first one, let me organize this. Uh, yeah, so 10th grade. 10th grade, I asked, I went up to the public works building, and I understood that they had, like, an architectural division in their Bureau of Engineering. And I went up to their floor, dressed all nicely, went to the division head and it's like, hey, can I shadow an architect for free? <laughs> That's awesome. And then he's like, yeah. He was like, I think it overwhelmed me because like I was prepared to be all like business. Like yeah. I, I wore a, a vest, a tie, yeah. like, slacks and dress shoes. Right, right. And then this guy, he comes around and like just a, a blazer and he's like, oh yeah, for sure. You could do it. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, connect you up with someone. And they connect me up with Ohaji. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he's kind of like my architecture dad at this point. 
<laughs> oh, that is so just a great story. Um, and yeah, so tenth grade, you're in tenth grade. Oh, tenth yeah, grade. that wow. And so he's great. known me since I think I was sixteen uh-huh. at the time, sixteen or seventeen. Um, and so yeah, he put me through a lot of stuff. Uh, he wanted to make sure that I went through all like a lot of the grunt work that mm-hmm. <laughs> architects uh, go through, and so. I'd say what I was doing wasn't as glamorous as like uh, what I'm doing now in school, but it's still fundamental in architecture, I'd say, because not every day is going to be glamorous. Right. right? What, what did they do? What kind of architecture? He was giving, not typically the architecture, but he was giving me construction documents, right? Mm-hmm. Ads built drawings, um, specification reviews, uh, going to construction meetings, um, a lot of documentation uh transmittals he had me be a a running around delivering packages Mm -hmm. yeah um and just a bunch of intern stuff yeah (laughs) and and he's like yeah he wants to give me some interesting stuff um i think this last summer was like the strongest or the most potent um design work i've done Mm -hmm. was like a a design charrette package for one of the projects he was working on um he was work it was a p3 project so that's a public partner i'm public private partnership the city was in partnership with a private uh, company and they owned a site or they had they both had equity in a site and so they wanted to design or they wanted to have their own facilities on that site to share the site basically and the architect on the pri- on the uh, private side uh, developed a scheme that wasn't um, that didn't hold like the contextual relevance to the community. Mm-hmm. And so my mentor Ohaji, uh, he had me and a few other interns go over around design like some proposals that uh, th- that we can then turn into design uh, documents. Mm-hmm saying like oh your design needs to meet boom boom or a b c and all that stuff right mm-hmm. and so we designed it first and then to compile it into a design doc and then we proposed that to the uh, architects who were working on the project wow how did that go over i left right <laughs> when <they gave laughs> school started or uh-huh. ra training started uh-huh. so i had to leave early uh-huh. um but i think it went well very cool would you um, recommend that high schoolers do what you did? I mean, I imagine that was really helpful for you to be interning and, and involved at such a young age. I At first, I would say because it helped me out so much. But uh, my younger sister, uh, she actually found better or she actually was more successful in public school. Right, and so she tried it out for a bit, and well, I'm actually talking about the interning. Oh, portion. interning. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, because like th- then I you're really not that's rare internships in high school. Right. As far it's as I'm difficult. No. It's yeah. it's really hard to get because yeah. they're because with internships it's kind of a paradox. Like they want to hire people with experience, but then 
Right. You're getting an internship right. because you don't have any well, experience. Well, that's yeah, that's and also there's so many college students looking for internships and oftentimes, you know, the the people who hire you, they're training you yeah, hoping yeah. that you're going to work for them right, when you right. graduate. So that's that's a leap of faith for your I mean, it was very nice of your mentor and so that's fantastic. And yeah. you're still you know, you worked with him mm-hmm. over the summer. You may work with him in the future. Hopefully I'll hire him. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's listening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's great. He would probably love to hear you say that too. That's amazing. So um, we'll talk more about your more recent internships as well. But I'm kind of curious. So when you arrived at school here, how was that transition? Um, Since Woodbury was a smaller school, which I really was another reason why I chose it, um, it, it was quaint it felt like i wasn't like jumping off the board too far or or jumping far into the deep end i understood that there's there was still a transition for me even though i have done all this uh all this college prep like before school i understood that it would be there would be some transition period and so woodbury was uh, a smaller school i liked it the people it's like everybody knows each other and so that's a good thing it's it's a smaller niche i mean it's a smaller knit community um the professors are really cool too uh and i believe it's like a home away from home at this point because like like i'm fully enthralled in like just learning stuff Mm -hmm. and just the thought of like being at a university and so like I go to the library a lot. I use the facilities, the computer labs and all that. So it's like, this is my support network, right? Like, this is where I can operate. And you live on campus, as you mentioned, and you're an RA, which I want to talk about in a minute. Yeah. So, but your family's still in LA. They are, they are. And so for, there's so many commuters. How, and why did you choose to live on campus instead of live at home? Because, um, well, currently we're, like I said, we were moving around a lot. Uh, we live in Lancaster right now. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, I don't have a car. Okay, so that's one reason. <laughs> that's one reason. Um, my, for the very first year, the reason why I wanted to dorm was I thought it would have been uh, a closer connection to studio because, like, in first year, there's a lot of connotations. You will be pulling a lot of all-nighters, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of work. Like, architecture is notorious for being this rigorous program right and so I didn't want to just hinder myself by saying oh I have to travel back and forth to school Mm -hmm. when I'm right on campus and I don't have to worry about travel traffic or Mm -hmm. commute time right I've been traveling a lot in high school um just because like from LA to Pasadena and from (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and from sometime uh, Long Beach to Pasadena, Lancaster to Pasadena, yeah. we were moving all the time, mm. and I was getting tired. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, that, it makes sense. I, I give all like applause to my mom because she was my like personal chauffeur like for the entire time. So mm. it's like you have some skills, <laughs> right? Well, that's, that's really okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I I would recommend everyone live on campus. It's, it's such a great experience. 
So I'm dominating this. Do, we, do you have any questions or shall I continue? <laughs> continue to dominate. Uh, I do have one, two questions. Actually, one is, do you, have you found the opportunity to interact with people outside of the architecture program at all or not? I think I try to do that like more so than with the students in studio, just because like comparatively, I'm still spending the same amount of time. Because with architecture, you're going to be in studio. That's mm -hmm. the big word, studio. That's going, to where you, that's going to be where you sleep, where you work, where you study for other classes. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be your space. And the fact that studio is this long block period, it's not like you're not gonna see your studio mates all the time. I make it a point to make friends and connections outside of architecture because mm. I need that break. Right. Like I love architecture, but I believe being immersed in architecture, you won't learn dynamic ideas or things that haven't been seen yet, right? And so I have a lot of friends in animation, computer mm -hmm. science, um, film, a lot of film, mm -hmm. uh, and fashion as well. And so I'm pulling like all these aspects, learning about their programs, how their dynamics are and what ideas they're throwing around. <coughs> and then I'm pulling that back and like, oh, I, I could be inspired now by other exterior influences. I think that's in part of like why I also like reached out of my house to get out of the mm -hmm. house and just not get so bogged down with house, 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 house. So it's the same thing like studio, 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 studio. And just learning how to just grasp ideas and take flavors from different parts of the salad, I guess. Yeah, I like that. Um, I also want to address the studio culture issue. I was actually talking to a student yesterday who works in our depart in our uh, our department, and she was mentioning, "Oh, I don't spend a lot of time in studio." I know that everyone talks about it and you're supposed to, but I don't do that. Sounds like you do. Sounds like a lot of your peers do, but I kind of, I wonder if you can kind of illuminate that for prospective students who are thinking about architecture. Like you talk about spending all night there, which technically you can do. They're open 24 hours, mm -hmm. but like, yeah. what about, what would you say to someone who's like kind of fearful about that? Like, oh my God, is that what it's going to be like? I'm going to have to spend 24 hours yeah. a day there. Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> First thing, sleep. Uh, prioritize your health over studio. Um, in fact, I missed last Friday's studio because I had a fever. And that's unlike me because I love studio. So... <laughs> I will say, if you have a fever, don't go. Don't go. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, but there is a culture, an unspoken rule, or, yeah, an unspoken rule that, like, everybody has to be there. And it's not, like, um, pressured on you. It's just what everyone else is doing, right? Everybody sets up their monitor, their computer. They have their 3D printer all in studio. They even bring their chairs. Some people bring their carpets. Some people like put up all this uh, like posters and whatnot. Studio becomes that second place. But you don't, with, with that still being there, I think it's best to still branch out, right? Like, yes, studio is going to demand a lot. And I think that's because in all of us, there's like a certain level of perfectionism, mm -hmm. right? And so you can't really stop yourself like when it comes to a project like you come to a point 
and then you're like, oh, I know what can make it better. And then you move to right. there. And it's like, oh, I know what can make it better. And then you move on and on and on. It's like this cascading effect. And you need to understand, or I had to understand that design to a point, right? And then let it breathe. Go out of studio, learn about, or do a different class, get some sleep, and then right. come back to it, right? Instead of hard coding it or hard, or hard thinking about it, just boom, 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 like a train, just keep on going, keep on going, right? Um, you want to pace yourself with it and understand that you could still you could still uh perform well in studio without <coughs> excuse me um without being so um attached to it i'd say yeah i mean there's um a phrase i really like that i subscribe to the perfect is the enemy of the good mm. <laughs> and i really think like we do a lot of writing jamie and i and it's the same kind of thing. You could literally edit it for the rest of your life, right? right? There is a point where you have to say, I got to get this done and move on. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. So that speaks to me, definitely. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Well, let's take a break real quick. Gra grab some. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Let's cool off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, you're back with Jamie and Greg and Khan, Studio 7500. We are here with um, our architecture student, Khan Muhammad. If you been, haven't been listening, you should go back and listen to this um, really uh, thoughtful and informative interview. So it's, it's, we're just learning so much about Khan's background, about how he uh, found Woodbury and what he's been doing at Woodbury. And it's, uh, it's like I said, very informative. And I think any architecture student um, would find it very, very valuable. So uh, I want to talk about, I'm, I have in my notes that you are involved with the National Organization of Minority Architect Students, otherwise known as NOMAS. And uh, I just realized I was not talking into the mic. We can <laughs> fix that in a uh, post. Okay, that sounds good. You didn't even say anything, Greg. So tell us, tell us more about NOMAS. So I, just, I got into NOMAS uh, just before I started uh, the just before I started Woodbury in my first year. Mm -hmm. um, it was the summer that, yeah, it was the summer before I moved in. And it w I participated in this, like, summer camp that SoCal Noma, which is the regional chapter for this area, mm -hmm. um, they hosted, like, a summer camp that, in, like, engages with uh, young students all over L.A. and um, exposes them to architecture, engineering, um, urban planning and community building and I hopped on board to that and I was a mentor there teaching the kids how to build models how to learn about architecture what architecture is and I found out that that was just the pretext to the Nomus college chapters right and so hopefully that summer camp helps students want to stay interested and matriculate into college 
with an architecture uh, major, as mm -hmm. an architecture major. Mm -hmm. And then these NOMAS chapters in school are there to then continue that support of uh, SoCal NOMA, which is, like I said, a regional thing of the national NOMA, which is all across the country. And, um, and so I, I wanted to start one here at Woodbury. And so now we have a NOMAS of woo mm -hmm. <laughs> here at Woodbury. Um, we're fairly new. Uh, it's still taking us a bit of time to get off, uh, get on our feet and start running because um, we've, we have, we're s just because since we're really young um, and we are taking like a, a huge uh, load, I guess, in that we, we want to encourage, we want to continually support our students and members with all the resources that NOMA can offer and can support. And that's through uh, networking, uh, scholarships, mentorships, um, and support and reviews and materials and whatnot. And the biggest initiative that we do that, or the biggest, yeah, the biggest way that we do that is through the national conference. Right. Right. And currently, where the national conference is going to be in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. and I'm excited for that. You, because, oh, wow. What yeah, is that? Um, so the national conference, um, it's going to be this conference where it has all these exhibits, <coughs> all these exhibits that uh, are surrounding, like, the thought of, uh, surrounding the field of architecture. Sometimes they're really out there. Sometimes they're not. Um, and what I'm most excited for is the student competition right and so at that conference we then present our entries that we've been working on woodbury we're working on an entry currently mm. and we're having or we're planning to have at least six woodbury students fly out with us oh wow yeah. when is the conference the conference is october oh, wow, 16th so through soon. the 20th okay yeah uh, last year we went and it was in chicago Fantastic. Yeah, and me being a homeschooled kid, this is just blowing my mind. Oh, that's, <laughs> what a great opportunity. Just like flying out. And I hope that the other students see that too. Like this is a great time to like travel. It's in mm. the middle of studio. And my preference is like learn to distance yourself from studio at times. Mm -hmm. And so take a break. Right, right. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so it's this huge initiative that we're working on right now. We're currently like working like we're working in the mines right now to <laughs> get this competition entry to like a standard that's formidable right and so hopefully we could at least place well how big is the chapter here the chapter is about like 20 people oh great i'd say and you're there are other um southern california schools yes involved. And so since uh i'm also the student representative for socalnoma and so i have contact with woodbury usc uh, Kyle Baptist, um, and ELAC, I'm hope. Oh, and Cal Poly Slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. ELAC is going to be our newest chapter. Uh, we have a few students or we're hoping that it turns into a chapter. Um, and so they're all producing their own projects. Wow. And Ooh, so let us know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to hear about that. That's great. That sounds amazing. Um, one, let's shift gears a little bit. You mentioned this, that you are also an RA. You're yeah. a resident assistant in the residence halls. Can you talk a little bit about that experience, what, what that is, what it's like, what you do, it's, uh, what your responsibilities are, that kind of thing? I think it's, so as, a res, as an RA, 
residential advisor. I um, am oversee two hall, two of the North Hall halls, um, and it's my responsibility to make sure that you know typical stuff like making sure that they're clean, make sure that they're uh, that they're still uh, usable, no damages, whatnot. But um, more so, I'm there as a resource for my residents, right? Um, not only academically, but um, mentally, if need be, or if like if they're having a bad day, I want to be that resource for them, like be their be their sponge, mm-hmm. and like make sure they're uh, that they can get through all the classes, the stress, and whatnot. Um, um, I want to be that resource that they could like lean on as well, and so it's my responsibility to also be a uh, a force for community building, um, making sure that you know we all know each other, that we're all pretty close. I w- I'd like to start running events for my residents to see what they're interested in and how we can make their uh, uh, college experience more fruitful. Um, because I know, like a lot of them, they're freshmen, they're new, uh, and there's this huge transition from high school to uh, college. And so being in the position that I was in, I believe I could give my take and my experience on how it's, or how it could be easier for them. And so uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like me, or I'd like to like be that person that they could like talk to at least like be at least if they don't have to they don't have to come up to me but just to be aware like if they want to know then i'm here for them basically yeah and i think um you know like you said the the transition for for students i mean most definitely even under the best of circumstances that's a tough transition for a lot of people. Yeah, like yeah. they may not even expect that it's going to be tough. You're like, oh, no problem. Then you, you get here and you're mm-hmm. like, whoa. <laughs> so college is like the one of the things that could change someone's character for the better, I think. Um, and so it's this really sh- uh, important time in like one's development. And so uh, since I've gone through it and I'm still going through it, I don't know everything. But at least having a person that understands and could help you out and is offering help, um, I believe, would be uh, is helpful for them. How much time do we have? Uh, <laughs> we have a few more minutes. I mean, one thing I want to address, if if you don't mind, is what are your what are your goals? Do you know what you want to do when you get out of school? Yeah, like what? what and the other thing. Uh, not to get ahead of myself, <laughs> but we also like to ask any students we have, like, what advice would you give to someone who's, like, you know, 16, 17 years old who's thinking about architecture? But let, let's first talk about, like, what do, what do you want to do? Do you know yet? Are you thinking about that? I'm thinking about it. Uh, definitely, I want to have my own practice, but before that, I want to make sure that I get engaged with what's currently happening with architecture housing is an issue right i know this semester or this year our a lot of our studios are based on housing uh scenarios um i want to see if i could get in opportunities abroad 
see if I could help out uh, outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. and inside the U.S. as well. Um, I'm a huge, I, I really love to travel, and so that's one of my goals that I'd like mm-hmm. to still achieve when I am practicing. And then I'm learning more about myself as well. Like, I like to teach, so hopefully that would prove beneficial like perhaps maybe I come back as a professor or whatnot or a dean <laughs> wow um, high aspirations I love yeah. it yeah. watch out Ingolo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so what advice looking back yeah you know what say you know one of your friends comes up to you or your little sister baby sister grows you know in yeah. in, in uh, 12 years says Hey, I want to be an architect. What, what should I do? Like, what advice would you give to that person? Start right now. Like, at that, at that age, don't look at it like, oh, I'm a high schooler, I can't do this, right? Like, oh, they're not going to look at me, right? Take it and take advantage of it, right? Like, you see an opportunity. I mean, if you don't see an opportunity, then make an opportunity. Don't be, um, don't take the world how it is create it and make these opportunities to better yourself um if you want an internship work uh go up and a lot of it is just asking like closed mouths don't get fed if you actually go up to a person that i'm genuine go to like this big firm right that everybody knows and then you just go up there's a 16 year old and you come up and like i'm interested in being an architect how can i help and they might not give you the best work or they might or they may will it's all about the charisma. I think there's something that attracts uh, these uh, professionals about the youthfulness in the mind, like being eager to learn, right? And then, like, my mentor, Ohaji, he's proof of that. Like, he loves to teach. He loves to, and I think he's think, yeah, and he loves to teach. And he offered time or he sacrificed time in his schedule to help me become an architect as well and so if you at least just show that you are interested then people start to believe that wow i see potential in you right and nobody likes to waste potential right and so take it that's such great advice i see a very bright future ahead of you thank you we really appreciate you joining us today we we always love to get the inside of students and you gave us a lot of good Good information. So thanks, Con. Yeah, thanks for joining us and come back sometime I've soon. Had fun, definitely. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Take care. Well, folks, we're out of time on another wonderful, momentous episode of Studio 7500. So, you know, I think you would probably second this. I love when we have students on. It gives us the, you know, this is why we're here, right? So it's kind of good to hear what they have to say and and their perspective and what they're learning. You kind of see the wheels turning. It's interesting. 
Yeah, and it's it's what I I mean I just love how smart they are <laughs> to see young minds like that and how it, he, obviously Khan is willing to put in the work to reach his dreams. He's not expecting anything overnight. This and it's just so cool to see. I mean, hard work and, and persistence. And I love his story about walking into <laughs> yeah, and getting great. an internship. That is so cool. Yeah, you don't ask, you're not gonna get. <laughs> yeah, it's really really good. So yeah, good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Uh, reach out to us if you want to contact us about anything. We'll be back again soon with the next episode. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you.